1: Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtoon Millwall. Free kick. Williams will take the right-sided side. The right free kick. It's about halfway inside the, the Everton halves. Everyone's gone forward. Everton, they've got everyone back. It's floated into the mix. Ball bounces down. You
2: Hollywood,
3: Hollywood!
0: Achtung! Millwagen.
1: Sunny South Bermondsey, beautiful South Bermondsey. Welcome back I'm here all. My name is Nick Hart. You join me here at the den for the visit of Top of the Table, Sheffield Wednesday. Lions in ninth position coming into today's game, only two games gone. So, um, you know, neither here nor there, but certainly two games in and Wednesday on Top of the Table, two wins from two games, five goals. Score will conceded. The Lions, the two goals scored, will conceded. Last week's draw up at West Bromwich Albion being a fight result by anyone's estimation. The Lions team today, with the listeners got the in goal. was the back line, Pierce and up in the centre. Marlon on the right. Murray Wallace, five, five game I saw against uh, West Brom and, and in the open day against Preston uh, by Murray Wallace. In the middle, season sees turn return of the wand Sean Williams, what do you make of that, dear listeners? Team with Ben Thompson, which we approve of. On the wing, the, uh, the, the magician, the magic mare, Conor Mahoney. Jed Wallace on the right. be on the left and right, and they switch. Times. Upfront, controversially, Smith, Matthew Smith, with Aiden O'Brien, uh, named in the 40-man the violence squad this week. But would you start... You know, played at West Brom on Tuesday night. So a bit of a controversy there. Then Will Harris will be judged on the results, of course, as we join Lennon McCartney yet again. I thought we were going to do away with this one. Clearly not. Um, Sheffield Wednesday, line up in a, a, a strange green shirt, in terms of a strange jeans. It's an attractive kit, quite shorts, to get stuff in. They we'll, of course, in the dark blue and white, just million So Judy, 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 Judy. To say that It's Judy, comedian. Comedian. Speaking on the um, Sheppard Wednesday rough feet their caretaker, manager Lee Fuller, stopped he spoke about needing to match more physically here at Ben, the uh, cliché being a difficult place to come. He spoke about trying to match us physically and giving their creative bohemian players a chance to, to go out and do their thing. Um, I'm we'd say the same game. really, wouldn't we? Um, we've kept it very tight so far, this is. I think we've all very impressed with the comeback last Saturday, which i watched on screen West Westbrook. I thought we did very well to get back into it and conceded that goal. And I thought it would be know, out of out of our reach last season. This season, seems to have a little bit more strength and steel about it. So we'll see. A beautiful day of the day, A little bit of wind. The flags opposite me and the doctors are fluttering in the breeze. The uh, kind of pale blue lion and the St. George's flag in the middle. The team's lining up to kick us off. We will be attacking the way in in the first half in accordance with English from New since November, Bede, the time of November will be the Saxon Chronicles going to be Sheffield to kick us off Neil Harris spoke about the atmosphere at home to Preston I think the travelling fans on both occasions actually 1500 went up to the Hawthorne last Saturday and another 300 odd midweek must be you know, you've got to be dedicated to a midweeker at the Hall forms. but I think the, the amount of support on both occasions was Fantastic. So let's hope today's game um, matches up. Let's hope it matches up. Lee Bullen spoke of wanting to match us physically and and pick our pockets, so to speak. I think was what um, famously Maradona said when he scored that goal—the handball goal in '86. He picked the pockets of the English that day. I think uh, Bullen is looking to come pick the pockets of the Lions today. Well, passing. That's an aimless ball forwards a passing style from from Wednesday so far we by contrast six minutes in do look more the more direct of the two teams as one would expect there goes another long long diagonal pass that's way too long for Smith that's going for a throw in put the a long in the game whilst the, a throw in seems to take an eternity for Sheffield Wednesday and about half inside the middle half they're going to play it all the way back they're clearly Coming here in initially in the in the early stages to contain us. I guess that's what he meant about uh, physically matching us. Maybe that's that's, that's that's the way to to do it. I don't know. there's a lot of um, deep passing inside the own half. Nine minutes. Not much has happened in nine minutes. In all honesty. One other moan. I might as well moan. I don't like the new rule where you can't, the ball uh, can be played inside the penalty area from a goal kick. I, I think that's. Um, I don't see what the point or purpose has that been that rule change, don't get it, don't like it it looks ugly, change it please, FIFA, UEFA FA, Premier League EFL, whoever's listening to this change it back to the old ways Chance for the to play on the halfway line, this is Matt Smith He delayed his pass forward, he just, O'Brien had strayed, marginally on the left side. he's back onside now, this is Marlon, Aidan O'Brien following him from the right side over the heads of everybody, over the head of Murray Wallace for goal quick in 11 minutes, first time the lines have really got forwards looking even remotely dangerous really and that was um, too long across 11 minutes incidentally some speculation as to whereabouts of Mr. By for now, some wonder whether it was with Ghislaine Maxwell, hidden away in some burger bar in Los Angeles but he is back, he's back off his holidays, he's come out of his um, David Bowie style hunger loft back he was back playing the, uh, the tunes earlier he's been a he donkey's years Mr Buck I'm going to try and get an interview with him at some stage I want to meet him we will see him I, leave a name. I need Les I think his name is Les yeah, he was here when I began going and that's a long time ago it was 1972 that was the same voice he's immortal decent looking crowd there again I mean block, block one as I said last time I mean block one is reasonably full I know there's a decent crowd that's great work by Thompson will keep the ball in. It's going to be a throw-in right down by uh, the left-sided corner for uh, Sheffield Wednesday. So it's going to be a little throw-in. Dangerous position. Murray will, will come forward and take. So, yeah, decent-looking crowd. here. The, the uh, Colbro and Docker stand up pretty full up. Block 1 is pretty full. So I'm going to guess oh. another about 14,000, which is, um, you know, the, the, the club cannot argue with those kinds of crowds. Field again. they keep saying so it is being filled the game needs some uh, a spark a act- piece of action something to get the crowd involved at the moment it feels very much uh, like a quiet summer's afternoon we're all just under the pressure, we're giving the ball away a couple of times now this is the 20 on the edge of the penalty area we just need to keep holding the football as we're clearing it it's going back to Sheffield we're on the left now this, this guy's looked dangerous. This is three, I think he is. Shot in. That's a great save by Palkowski. Pushes it round for a corner on the left side. That was a shot in from the left side. On target. Pushed around by the big pole. In goal. Going to be a left-sided corner. Floated in from the left. It's deep, deep, deep overheads of everybody. The Wednesday man's just about relaxed, but he's pushed out for a Wednesday throwing over by the, by the right side corner flag 21 minutes, halfway through the first half starting to see a little bit more um, action the last few minutes it's been mostly at the mill wind unfortunately, we need to soak it up maybe I'll do a song I might write a song I always wanted to write a song soak it up, soak it up, soak it up Barry or something like that. maybe not struggling to get the ball out of her own half at the moment, 25 and a half minutes possession, possession, possession back and forth everyone's having to work hard to maintain their shape they carving not get any, any clear cut chances but they have huge, huge slices of the ball third reacting you can hear the, uh, the wall of sound aim this ball forwards. For Neil Farren, 26 minutes. Got beat by the by the right, the right side corner flag. Long range shot from the 20. Wow, that was a that was a, a bouncing ball on the uh, right side. The 20 took a a sweep at it, it looked like it was going to loop in from a huge distance, it hit the roof of the net in the event. Little, just not. Um, their clearances are going straight to a green shirt, we're just needing to take a moment and look for the pass, once we get possession, we're having to absorb it and absorb it, we're just looking for the two quick ball, the route out, and it's going straight back to Sheffield Wednesday, so 28 minutes, Lions soaking it up left side, Williams going down the left, that's going to be a corner, left side of corner, 29 minutes to and a half minutes. Another injured Wednesday player down, just to break the flow of the game. Miraculously seems alright, number nine. Nine hobbling away, a bit like me when I did my back in last week, I was looking around like Groucho Marx, he's hobbled away from that clutching of his face with a, a kind of a Groucho stance. Ball stuck in the Sheffield Wednesday half for, for a change. coming towards 31 minutes. Right sided corner for Conor Mahoney now. The goalkeeper being crowded inside the six yard box. It's in the danger zone. It is flicked away, unfortunately. Into midfield. Ben Thompson chases down to seven. <laughs> so, Wednesday to the chagrin uh, of the, the upper stand. Disagree with that call. I might be getting colour blind in my old age, dear listeners. From a distance, the, the shade of green that Sheffield Wednesday have gone for and the shade of blue that Mill have at a distance merge slightly into, into a very similar shade. I don't know what you're gonna do about that for me, but you know that's I'm just reporting what I'm seeing at the moment. It looks like it's becoming one ball down the left towards Connor Mahoney from uh, Murray Rollis over his shoulder. He does well to pick up when it comes up to 35 minutes Is in the corner that's going to be a left-sided corner Murray, uh, Murray Connor done very well there 35 minutes left-sided corner so Connor Mahoney to take left-sided corner 35 minutes he floats it in it's low towards Williams it was obviously a training ground move he just couldn't catch on it at the near post back to Mahoney on the left side Jinx past his man that's going to be another corner off the 9 that was nearly a good move, a near post ball to be volleyed by, by Sean Williams, but it just didn't commit. So it's Mahoney again from the left. In comes that corner, it's deep, deep, deep towards <laughs> area.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Smith,
1: one nil headed from close. one. Sheffield wins the nil basic corner over the heads of the defenders. Headed in from close by Matt Smith. It goes to take the acclaim of the crowd down below us in block one. Let's watch it on the replay. It's to like it. oh there it is. And it floats in, it's deep, 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 and there's Smith at the far post. One 0 no, nil. No, no. soaked it up and this time we've gone in front a little bit like um, Preston supposed to a degree I mean we absorbed we, and we absorbed, them. We absorbed them there didn't we and then got the got the break and got the chance and there we, we have it again from a set piece basic corner to the far post met by Matt Smith who's uh, that's his second goal of the season now nicely executed some nice ball winning in midfield Jenkins concedes a free kick over there Bit of uh, handbags, minor, minor league handbags. Referee talking to his linesman, new players in pursuit and uh, being told to go away. Moments um, hanging, what's he going to produce? He's produced the red card for Jed Willis, That's a blow. Uh, Jed's got something to say to the linesman. red card he must have not liked the challenge over there on the, on the right side that's going to change the game somewhat we down to 10 men I didn't really see enough of the challenge it didn't look that, um, that hard a challenge but Jed's been shown a, a red I rather f- feel that that's been worked by the reaction of the Wednesday players a round of applause for Jed Wallace. Stand feel about that linesman wasn't wasn't there good books already was he? It's going to be a long second half. we can get through the time regroup. We need to see that that challenge again, Dennis. There's obviously in real time I'm a long way away from it. It didn't look that. I didn't see anything of uh, of it to uh, to say that looked like a dodgy decision. But the linesman's called it as a red. Spoke to the referee at some length and called it a red. Ball on the left. Last few seconds of the first half. The seven has looked. Nippy, a little bit more back and forth, get the, get the crossing in the event, that's going to be headed, falls into the path of the 14, that's shot over the bar near to of the penalty area, thankfully. That's the last action of the first half, well down to 10 men being the main story, but also they lead by that well taken first half goal from Matt Smith from the corner, chance to regroup and rethink second half tactics.
0: Tung Mill Wall, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey. Stay tuned.
1: So teams back out for the second half, dear listeners. That sounds like a Sheffield Wednesday substitution, but nothing for the Lions. So presumably, Aiden will drop back further into midfield. And one presumes. I don't know. Ten-man Mill will be kicking towards a corner lane end in the second half some dispute on, uh, on the WhatsApp group Harry said it wasn't a two footed challenge I didn't see enough of it H to be absolutely honest with you mate I'm taking your word for it also some talk took another provocation from the Sheffield Wednesday player that led into the red card so um, we should have to review all of that on the, uh, on the uh, social media when we finally get access to that as it is the Lions have got a, a grind and the second half to sustain here 60 40 possession in that first half. I saw a, a tweet from uh, the AMS with the statistics. One shot on target for Mill, which would be the one that went in the net, the, the headed goal from Matt Smith. This is Sheffield trying another angle ball across our ground. A- Aiden O'Brien will get there, but uh, unfortunately, we can see possession. I think we're going to get a little bit more possession. Going to be a bit more 60 40 in the second half. That's my guess another angle ball does find the man the number 70 I thought he looked quite dangerous in the first half. he cuts into the middle box that's all a point blank shot from the full team brilliantly saved brilliantly saved by Burkowski there you can hear the round of applause went round again as he went down for that he's, he's stayed sat sitting down let he's not injured I'm knocking out goalkeepers faster than I change underpants at this rate Dear listeners. 47 minutes he's, he went down hard to, to make that stop just thinking, seeing as our, we've only actually lost one goalkeeper, that would rather driving by, that only changed my underpants one, so it, it, uh, any, any listeners out there that are wondering, I do change them regularly, I'm to it. long ball falls. So this is Ben Thompson coming down the right Ben trying to make something up, gets a ball into the middle trying to find Matt Smith but straight into the defender unfortunately, Wednesday bring it away and Smith is coming out of the game I imagine, I imagine. Ball retention up front, Smith, rather than uh, uh, Abrasha, rather than Smith. Get a good round of applause here, the goal scorer. Standing ovation from the West Upper. He's made an immediate connection with the old Crowd, Smith. Wonderful photo, I referred to it in the fan show. Wonderful photo up at West Brom when he got the goal and looked slightly. Uh, bewildered by the, the reaction of the, of the away fans the mental go, little, little Thompson clattered there calls for an off 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 the two has got a yellow no red Neil Harris was angry down there at that challenge but Thompson remains down at the moment there's been a dynamo of energy in the second half when it's called for a needed two clattered in there, he seems okay thankfully, ball bounce around, He keeper's header finds Pierce. shot on target, batted over by the goalkeeper, good save by the keeper, good shot from I think that was that po- uh, made by Brian. excuse me, 57 minutes, shot on target, batted over, going to be another corner on the wall, left side of corner for the Lions, seven minutes in it comes from Mahoney on the left doesn't beat the first defender unfortunately it falls to Ben Thompson a ahead to, to the the Wednesday will prevail there we've got the extra man of course 60 minutes on the clock That's their passing style His seven takes on Marlon he does a great job with winning a goal kick great job Marlon you can hear the crowd's reaction to that getting bodies between shots and, and a goal it, it, It's a, a committed performance it's committed team performance giving it down to 10 men 65 minutes coming towards the halfway point in the second half we're very much absorbing it and absorbing it looking like, to get the ball forwards so we've not really been dangerous in the second half but we are looking uh, to get the ball forwards when we can do it's a long 25 minutes in front of us as, as I speak the listeners the time taken in that kind of slowed down quality you get in these situations another ball across forward towards the to seven open his head For the frank amusement of the of the West Alpac 66 six minutes another ball forward towards the seven inside the mid-box it's shut from there's a penalty nice and saved by Kopczyn who's uh, over by the seven from close range. There was a moment's danger there. Nice uh, diving um, save to his left, his right as, he, as the shot came in, but the seven probably feels he should have done better there. Angle was against him, but the uh, the, the goal was open. 69 minutes. I think there was an offence given in there. Into the box, it falls to the 21. Deflected shot collected by Kopczyn. Wow. Tense, tense stuff. 78 minutes. Romeo there, ball trying to angle through to the 7, gives me a chance to press forwards, this is Marlon, stumbles slightly, recovers, so the draw is a free kick, nice mature play, Marlon, Romeo, he stumbles, and a free kick, the crowd appreciate that. Aidan O'Brien's coming out it's Shane well, Ferguson is coming in He's done well, he's redeemed himself somewhat I think, Aiden O'Brien that's been a gutsy second half performance when he's been required to bat and defend a little bit more than maybe we associate with the name of O'Brien but, um, good applause for him as he, as he leaves the pitch in comes Shane Ferguson, 82 minutes 89 minutes on the clock there's a little floated ball in that's headed over for, uh, by Ryan Leonard It's going to go for a no, not a throw. 21 tries to take. And Marlon draws a free kick. Mature defending again by Marlon Romeo. The boy is adding layers to his game, Dennis, and as I like the look of it, I'm seeing in Marlon Romeo. This is tense stuff, Dennis, and believe you me, whoever you are listening to this in the aftermath, it's fucking tense. From the, from the left from the seventh line of the to so a huge roar of relief, stroke approval around the bend. Ben Thompson draws a little throw in, close to the, the, the left side corner flag. Fast few seconds, surely, from the referee a little bit extra for the received uh, time wasting by Marlon. Yes! What a performance, dear listeners! What a second half performance! That was a grind, a grind on a game. An endurance test of the second half, the Lions down to 10 men from the moment that Jed Wallace was sent off in the first half, have uh, worked a number over the league leaders, two games in, had uh, expensively put together outfit, we have prevailed, that's a wonder win, a magnificent win for World War Red then there's Bill Crossy, my man of the match, on the nameship, Ben Thompson as well, very close, and also Marlon Romeo, and there it is, it's the for now snapped on the old favourite for you.
0: It's only Jamie fucking Pryor in it.
3: Millwall took another step towards the Premier League with a 1-0 win against Sheffield Wednesday. A bullet header from Matt the Mountain Smith sent the den into raptures after a tough opening half an hour. Things were dandy until Jed Wallace thought fuck it and got sent off for a lunge just before halftime. The Owls had plenty of the ball in the second half but Millwall's defense were as tough as post-Brexit UK border control. The Wednesday winger Kadim Harris was as slippery as a greased-up Gemma Collins but the Caribbean Cafu Marlon Romeo pocketed him in a fantastic performance. By the end of the game the Owls' front line of Stephen Fletcher and Jordan Rhodes resembled Heaven's waiting room and the old-timers were largely ineffective against inspired defending from Juicy Jake and Maldini aka Alex Pearce. All in all, a fucking great win. If anyone knows when the open-top bus parade tickets go on sale, let me know. We are a runaway train.
0: At Tongue Millwall is the number one Millwall podcast, except no substitute.
1: Huge welcome and making his Akdung Mill debut to Ryan from Twitter, Ryan James Loftus, at Ryan James Loftus. Best blog I've been reading for a long while, Ryan. Welcome to the show, mate.
2: Oh, thank you very much, Nick. Uh, Really good to be on.
1: Thank you. Yeah, no, good to have you. Um, Talking, obviously, about yesterday's... um, I actually rewatched my own little uh, video thing that I do at the end of the game. I think I used the word magnificent about five times in in, in, in 60 <laughs> seconds. You know, you get that one word in your head. Uh, and yeah, I, no. I haven't advanced upon magnificent. What a magnificent performance that was. No, it.
2: yeah, I generally can't agree. I think, uh, I think I'm think i going back through the blog I was writing, just taking out the same word of just yeah. strong, really impressive, you know, trying to make it sound like it was something other than a hard fought. Defensive display, you know. Um, I thought, yeah, again, I'll echo your thoughts. That Mill were absolutely magnificent. I think, you know, sort of different sort of game than the first two in terms of obviously being down to 10 men. So it was always going to be a bit of a siege and a bit of a, you know, classic, then sort of hard-fought battle. But I think this defence just look, on another level, they look as good a Mill defence as I've seen in a number of seasons. And off the back of... Yeah. Off the back of last year, how frail we were. That yeah. I don't think anyone could have seen us coming on this strong.
1: The transformation is huge. I, mean, I watched the one of the um, official club videos where Neil Harris said he was drained by, <laughs> by the performers. But he also mentioned an interesting thing which I wanted to to include. Um, he says it's the most pleasing middle performance of his managerial career. And I kind of get where he's coming from with that because, like you just said, that was a... That was an against the odds fighting rearguard action to defend a slender one-goal lead through um, know, was that? you know the whole of the second half when we were really under the cosh. Um, I was just looking at the statistics. I'm well, not a huge one for stats, but 70% possession for um, for Sheffield Wednesday. Um, 21 shots, uh, nine shots on target. Um, we won. We won the corner count. We got more corners than they did. Six to four. <laughs> there you go. Apart from and, him,
2: more, and, and more goals, you
1: know, and one more goal, that, and that's the <laughs> only decision that counts, isn't it? You exactly.
2: Know? No, well, I've, I have uh, to say, I saw that comment from from Neil, and uh, you know, I can completely get like yourself, get where he's coming from. Like we've had some really good Millwall wins under him, especially yeah, ones for the fans. Yeah. Like you know, the four three at Leeds was phenomenal. Yeah. But I think in terms of like I saying off the back of last year, where we were just so fragile and just lacked so much work great and just energy that middle teams normally have to go 50 minutes down to 10 men against a really good attacking side full of confidence yeah. and to be honest other than the first five minutes of the second half where obviously we had smith up front and we're struggling to get out there had two chances where i started to think we could be in for a long half here and if we let one in in the first 10 minutes then they're going to get a second yeah. and it's going they, to be they, sort. The game's up. i agree well you know we've everyone's been at the den where you get, you just get that feeling that just before an opponent scores, they're going to win this game and they're going to nick it. But Harris made the change, he put Bradshaw on. And after that, they didn't create any chances that I would have thought even came close. Rhodes had a header just past the post, but he didn't get much contact on it. And genuinely, other than just the stress of watching it generally, I wasn't really in doubt that we were going to get the result. And I think that's of the three games we've had where last season we might have hung on to results and we might have, you know... Cleaned on we might have scored late or just kept them out this year we're not we're not even hanging on we're just seeing games out we're just managing them excellently you know you've got pierce leading through the back you've got all the defense doing their bit you've got bart in goal making it everyone yeah. just feel that bit more secure claiming crosses just slowing the game down i mean my heart was in my mouth a bit when he stayed down for a little bit longer than he should
1: yeah, have. yeah you and me both I thought still might have <laughs> had
2: to come on but luckily i think that might have been a bit of gamesmanship from him but I have to say, this Millwall team are just inspiring confidence defensively.
1: I mean, that was—I mean, it's—it's a—a level that's been added. I mean, you've mentioned um, Bill in and goal and and the defence, but even you know Neil Harris got slaughtered last season on on many occasions for ill-judged substitutions, getting that wrong. You know, it's—it's it's, it's a major element of the managerial um, card game that you have to play. But he got it bang on right yesterday. Bringing on Bradshaw. Gay uh, just gave us that little ability to hold the ball further forwards for and just relieve the pressure and I thought that was that was a, a a really um interesting moment because it's like a development in new harris isn't it
2: yeah i think yeah i think that's definitely something i would say like obviously he's talked about this season about being a bit more tactically flexible and everything like that and we've seen that a bit yeah but- I did think, yeah, the substitutions came at exactly the right time. Like I say, the first five minutes, Sheffield went over just getting a bit on top. He made the change straight away. He didn't wait. He didn't say, let's no. give it another five. It's another five minutes, you're one all, and then yeah. you're really up against it then. He made the change straight away. I mean, Leonard coming on at right mid as well was good just to defend it up a bit. And I have to say, just before Ferguson came on, I think O'Brien, who had, was really good, actually, in defence when he had to go out wide, and he just got beat by a man. He just looked a little bit slow, and I just thought to myself, right, right, Ferguson's got to come on. And then the next clip was, you know, it went to the bench and Ferguson was ready to come on. And I thought that was excellent from Harris. He just made the changes exactly when he needed them. And I thought it was, you know, interesting. Wednesday took off both their fullbacks and tried to flood the midfield, which, to be honest, I think kind of played into our hands. Like, it let Romeo be one-on-one with Harris and let Murray Wallace be one-on-one with Murphy. They had no overlapping width. And, you know, all we had to do was block out the centre. And we did that excellently. And I can't...
1: I actually thought O'Brien played better as a defensive player, and a fortunate. Uh, yeah, I do know.
2: That's
1: probably that's... a separate debate entirely about that. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, so. No, I think. Brian question. Um no, I mean it was it was a magnificent show as as, as we've said. Um you've mentioned Marlon Romeo. I I, I name checked him in uh, in the immediate aftermath yesterday. I think there's a lot of players in that team yesterday that w- could make a claim for man of the match if you want to. Yeah. I mean, I, I mentioned Bill Kofsky because I just felt that you know, the as you've touched on there, Ryan, the 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 change in the uh, the authority from the back now is you, you can almost uh, feel it and touch it. It's it's such a difference from Jordan Archer last season, and it's yeah. really reassuring. I mean, some of the saves he made is, uh, in the first half, I remember a couple of really decent saves. They just add a layer to that defence, don't they?
2: Yeah, he just he just um, with Bart in goal, it just. I noticed in the first couple of games, I don't think he had to do too many because um, this uh, yesterday because the defence were dealing with a lot of the crosses. But he just comes and claims crosses well. He just holds on to shots. There's no ricochets or anything like that. Yeah. He's just putting in, giving those centre-backs a bit more confidence with Pearson being a bit of a leader. You know, everyone across the back four is just a bit more confident. And I think, yeah, like you said, Romeo being picked out. I think Harris picked him out as well and says, yeah. Yeah. Kind of the same as you're saying. In a in a performance like that, where it's everyone's backs against the wall and everyone puts in an excellent shift, it's hard to pick out one person. But Romeo did really stand out, and he's someone who defensively has always looked like a bit of a weak point. Exactly. Or like he yeah. has needed to add that to his game a bit. Like he's he's obviously got the pace so he can recover well, but he never you're never quite sure with him at and you think I think we saw that last season where teams were looking to get him behind our fullbacks. But yeah. today, up against Kadeem Harris, who is a really really good winger I had a good season last year at cardiff obviously getting relegated but he had a good season and i think he just won tackles of a couple of times in the first half where he made great sliding tackles blocks brought the ball out you know he was winning fouls in their half towards the end of the game just slowing the game down and it was a really really mature performance and i think the crowd really gave it to him in terms of i mean they gave him a bit of stick at enough at the time but they really really gave it to him.
1: well that's the nice thing skills. isn't it mean- you know, I I, I I liked what I liked is the is the, is the kind of the uh, the development of, of of a young player. I mean, he's still at the early st- stage of his career, but yeah. he's adding, adding the dark arts, Ryan. Right? I mean, he, there were a couple of <laughs> free kicks he drew. And yeah, it just took the pressure off of a forward for us. He's drawn a free kick down in front of where I sit. And you, you think, yes, that's that's it, Romeo. That's it. You know, that's the way you do it. And yes, yeah. the applause followed. It's it's wonderful to see that development. Yeah,
2: it really is. I think I think I've, I've looked at the stats earlier. And uh, Romeo and Thompson both won three fouls each in the game. And you know, Thompson again. I think Thompson was excellent as well. Especially oh, obviously, yeah. yeah his yeah. his role. He was having a blind in first half in terms of the amount of time I counted him winning the ball back in our half and up the pitch. And obviously, yeah. as soon as the red card comes his whole role changes, but Romeo kept it going, winning those fouls and just, he just looks so assured and normally I don't see someone, I don't see him looking that assured at right back, especially when it, most of their attacks were going down that left side and Kadeem Harris was cutting in and then as soon as he cuts inside, he's met with a block of Thompson, Williams, Cooper and Pierce, which he's just not going to get through and yeah, fair due to Romeo because he's, you know, we've signed McCarthy in this season and that's a bit of competition for him, but I think that competition has just, spurred him on I think yeah. again with McLaughlin as number yeah. two I think he kind of knew that he was the number one choice but McCarthy yeah, coming in
1: McLaughlin yeah I agree yeah
2: I think he did so with with McCarthy coming in as something else for him to worry about and he's he has credit to him stepped up his game I don't know if that's Pierce as well playing alongside him has given a bit more confidence a bit more assurance like you know that that's just something I might be thinking but he just he does look um, a cut above this season so far.
1: Defensive organisation through that long, long second half. I'm, I know you said you weren't, um, you know, you weren't fearful. I, I can't quite claim that. I was a bit less um, uh, <laughs> calm up uh, up in my little spot. I, I just could see it falling apart. Um, but the defensive organisation through the through the whole the whole game was was wonderful. And I think you're right to identify Pierce. Um, I think I, I knocked him a little bit on the, the opening game for what I didn't perceive as leadership, but he's certainly showing that game by game now.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, touched on the sending off. I mean, we were leading by that stage by fairly conventional um, set piece goal. It was a pretty basic corner to the yeah. far post and and well taken by by Matt Smith, who you know we we, we keep mentioning authority from the back, authority from the front because that was a
2: yeah.
1: You know, For I sure. Call it, I could call that conventional goal, but it's still got to be taken, run. That's that's yeah. Be- no,
2: that's the sort of chance. You know, we would have we would have had two or three of those in the game last season and just missed them like. Yeah. Westwood really helped us out with just going absolute walkabout in the box. But um, I think, to be fair, Conor Mahoney was putting in some really good balls. There was a few a few corners just before that where the each cross that Mahoney put in was right on Westwood. And we were getting three or four men just swarming him out. And he felt like he punched a couple clear, but he was mm-hmm. getting a lot of pressure on him. And so this one, where it was just floating a bit past him, he he was obviously being a bit like, right, I've got this. Yeah, Came out a bit too far and Smith's just there to tap it in. And like Down, say
1: yeah, downwards hit into
2: the roof of the net. Yeah, right? exactly. Just he like but he is clearly taken. a very intelligent player. He's you know he's he knows what he's doing. It's just like obviously in the game with his knock-ons and that. But we saw the finish against West Brom and the finish against they. They're not super difficult finishes, but they're ones you've got to take. That last season, Millwall just were not taken.
3: No, and you know it's,
2: the... he he is going to be key this season. And it's good to have him as an option. We don't need to play him every game, but especially at home, especially when when we need to get on the front foot and get out. If we can get Bod Busson or Bradshaw in around him, we get Thompson running in from him. He's gonna not just score goals, but he's gonna create so many goals, so many chances this year.
1: It gave us that vital, albeit slender, one-goal lead up until the moment that you know where the game probably turned in a sense, and that was the sending off of Jed Wallace. I, in real time, I was too far from it to really take a, a view. I don't know if you had a better view of it in real time yourself there.
2: Um, well, I was I was watching an I follow and. Uh, I think first view, obviously it happened quite quickly. I wasn't mm. too sure. And I think the commentators on the iFollow were pretty much outraged that it was even a red card. They were saying mm. it was a very harsh decision. They came back after half time actually saying they had seen the replay and it was probably the right decision. I think it's one of those it would go it could go either way on a lot of different games. I can see why they gave it. He's gone in quite hard. His foot was a bit off the ground and did catch Lee quite badly. But there wasn't a load of force. So I did think like there was about 10 Sheff- all the Sheffield Wednesday players swarmed the referee as soon as it was done yeah they, and they, they worked, stopped they him worked. it stopped him making that decision and I do think maybe that played in a bit it made the referee kind of want to assert himself a bit yeah it was the first bad tackle of the game but also you know it doesn't matter when a bad tackle comes it's bad enough like Wallace has previous in it he can be a bit reckless in his tackles and he's got a straight red before for a similar sort of challenge where it happens you know you move past it at least it gives Scalak a go to come in now and you know yeah, I mean, I've, I've we'll see what a, comes
1: of that. A screenshot of the actual moment of impact in because there's a, a few, um, you know, gifs doing the rounds on Twitter, and and it yes. certainly, certainly caught the man. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, in 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 the heat of the moment in the stadium, people were saying two-footed challenge. It wasn't a two-footed
2: challenge. Not it was, at all. No, not when was definitely one
1: foot. One foot. He's caught the the five on the on the on the on the mm. foot there, and yeah. You
2: know, I think it's one of those ones that you would get. On matches of the day, you would, they would show the highlight of it during the game. The ref might get a yellow. They'd look at it after the game and go, oh, that could have been a red, you know. But they have the four or five different angles, obviously, where we have it. Even the fans, we don't get to see all those angles. So you can see why the refs come to a red, but it's a hard one to tell from all the angles we've got of it, where, where yeah. you know, a lot of people... I think it was one of those where it would be debated for a long time whether it should have be been a red or a yellow. But in the end, you it know, didn't make much difference to the, the outcome of the result. Jed got his um,
1: standard standing ovation for a red card. Oh, that, you yeah. get, that you get a Millwall. Um, oh yeah, to some some comment on on Twitter, some people saying you know keep it up, Jed, and you know all sorts <laughs> of stuff like that, and others saying he's he's, he's puts a man down for a long second half. I mean, mm-hmm. I I don't know whether the club will appeal. I I don't know. There's 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 that much to appeal it on. It was, he certainly caught the man um and he's going to take a free match ban if it isn't if you know if the, if the appeal isn't upheld but um certainly it gives skalak a chance to come in we've got this big game on on the uh, wednesday at fulham so i'd expect skalak to to be the obvious um stand in and um you know he's, he's not been looking too bad himself in the early part no,
2: yeah he looks he looks really sharp and i think you know maybe i think a few people wanted him to come in today or yesterday even and uh he had a good game of the cup but I think you know Wallace scored in the first game so it'd be a bit harsh to drop him but yeah I, it'll be interesting with shout out because um I think well Wallace I noticed Wallace in the first cut against Preston and today started on the left and Mahoney on the right yeah I think, aren't we? Yeah, I think every time he's been on the left I just don't we've not it's not worked for me so far like obviously it's only going off two games so I don't know if that's necessarily the 4-4-1-1 four, four, one, one that's hampering it but I'm not super convinced with of Wallace off the left, and I think as soon as he went on the right, about half an hour that's, in, just before we got pencil. our goal, yeah, he's. The, I think he's more of a classic winger, beat a man, get a ball in the box. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And like this, obviously the season we had where we finished eighth, where him and Marshall were kind of floating around, he was coming more centrally rather than coming off the left and coming in. So with Scalac, I think he's got a bit more previous of being on the left. So I think him and Mahoney switching wings is going to work a lot better. Um, he's mm-hmm. obviously had to wait for his chance quite a bit. And yeah. he, I think he, it's a really good opportunity. For, he'll be determined to come in and make that place his own. And you know, if he has three really good games against a really tough away trip to Fulham, a, a tough away trip to Borough, yeah. and then we got Hull at home, you know, that's yeah. another three games where you're looking yeah. at maybe five, maybe like two draws and a win would be a really good return from that. I mean, it's a brilliant he's,
1: place he's, start to the season, right? Isn't it? I mean, it's a oh, re- I mean. Seven out of yeah. nine, you know, We, no one wants to lose, but we've got, that's that's already a really strong start. So, whatever you yeah. get from Fulham, whatever we can get at Middlesbrough. And yeah, then...
2: I think, I think the start is, is incredible. I think I was looking, I think it popped up on Twitter a few times so I had a look into it, but it was 15 games to get two clean sheets last season, 11 games to get seven points. We've got it after three games this side, this season, you know. I think we've got Fulham, I wasn't really impressed with Fulham against Huddersfield. They didn't look that great. So, I think, a big away game, we've sold our allocation. It's yeah. midweek as well. I think it helps not being on the Saturday for Fulham. Yep. So maybe some Fulham fans might not necessarily want to come out as much. You know, they've yep. all got jobs in the city. So, <laughs> you know, so they might they might need an early night. So the Mill the fans, you know, confident fans, big noise. Even a draw there to go to Borough Wave started badly. And then I was looking at the fixtures. We've got Hull at home. And yep. then we're playing the likes of Blackburn, QPR, Huddersfield, Luton. And then, that, then we have Leeds at home yeah, yeah, and be, you know that's yeah. that's seven or eight games where where we started really confidently and if we can just push on keep it up obviously we'd probably lose a game in there but you know we're not expecting to go unbeaten but if we can keep the points coming in and we keep at the top of the table we're going to go into that Leeds game with a full den full of confidence a team that is just not used to conceding goals and losing games and this could genuinely is a really exciting start for the season for Millwall the mood of
1: optimism, the, the having wingers that are able to switch sides. <laughs> um, yeah, it just makes it unheard of, you know. woods that can finish um, <laughs> and goalkeepers that make um crucial saves. saves. Yeah. Don't let them run under their belly, you know.
2: It's, no, it's, it's unheard of, really.
1: Unheard of at the den. I, I think that's right. Good crowd yesterday. I, I just want to mention the crowd. 15,000 crowd. Um, that's a pretty good, pretty good turnout. Again, Um the, the crowd's you know, both crowds at home have been strong. Travelling support's been strong. We've got a sold-out uh, allocation Wednesday. There is a real sense of... Um, I think Neil Harris touched on in one of his News at Den pieces, this sense of connection between fans and players. It's its a real thing, Ryan. It's its a very real thing at Millwall,
2: anyway. Yeah, I think at Millwall especially, I think, you know, growing up and going there, I think I've always counted that as a really big factor. You know, it's a bit of a cliche in football now of being like the crowd's 12th man, but at Millwall... I think you talked about it on the, the pod last week where it's just the den becomes a nasty place and the, the when the crowds are in great voice, yeah. the players do step up. That's why like IFA Cup games at home are so big because the crowd get fully behind them and the players do step up and like you say 15,000 two weeks in a row at the den, especially off the back of last season like that first game they turned up at Preston 15,000 with hope and nothing else. You know, We've got no real evidence. A good draw against Sociedad in pre-season but We've just had the, the sign-ins and the words from Harris and people have bought into it yeah. and the team are delivering. And that's the one thing that normally doesn't happen where if there's hope for mobile fans, the team don't deliver and they are. And it's just going to get louder and louder at the day And it's just going to get harder and harder for teams to come here and get anything off of us. I mean, we've conceded one goal. It's only three games in, but we've conceded one goal, which is the lowest in the league. No one else has conceded just one goal. Two home clean sheets. And I remember when we went promoted from League One under Jacket, I think we went unbeaten 10 months at the Den, 9 well, or 10 months.
1: I've been trying to, I'm trying, I mean, obviously we've had decent starts in the past, but I'm, I don't think we've ever had two, two 15,000 crowds in league terms at the start of a season at the new Den
2: ever. No, no, I, I think it I, normally... You
1: know, I, I, I'll stand to be corrected out there if there's any any status that can tell me when, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. No, um, I'd,
2: I'd have to agree. I think it's one of those things that normally with Millwall, it builds as the season... You know, as we build up a bit of momentum here, we're we're hitting the season with momentum, which is such a weird thing for Millwall to have. It is unheard of. It's excellent and it's working really well. And the the, the players are delivering on the pitch. And like I say, it's only just, it's just going to get better and it's just going to get a more fierce place to come. And it's the whole cliche of the home ground being a fortress, but the den really is a different sort of atmosphere, especially in this league, the sort of teams we have where I think a lot of teams here in the, in the Championship now want to play nice football, like we saw Preston, West Brom and Chelsea yeah. United. They want to play nice football, but they don't necessarily all have the players to do it. So they don't well, necessarily all have the creation. So Millwall, if they come up against Millwall, something a bit different, something a bit more physical, in your faces, the crowd behind them, I can't see many teams coming away with a win.
1: No, I was, I was just, just to close this out, I just wanted to touch on that because there's a... a, a wonderful quote, really, from a Sheffield Wednesday fan, Russell Peaker, who says he'd rather lose his eyesight than have
2: to watch from your wall. The, I saw that. The, the,
1: death, the death of football. Um, I
2: saw that. You know, I, do think, um, I do think that's quite harsh coming off of a game where we have <laughs> 10 men for 50 minutes, you know. I don't well, think I don't we have much choice on how we're going to play
1: it. without a 10, but, you know, yeah. there's, there's a clear... Uh, the point I think he's trying to drive at is that um, there's a clear difference in style and you know, we had we had the Patsy passing. Uh, Preston did it. Sheffield Wednesday did it. Everyone's bought into being a, a modern day Pep, aren't they? They want to be, you know, playing the Guardiola beautiful game, and then we come in like a like a like a big flick of white paint all over the, over, <laughs> over the, 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 the your shirt or something, you know. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It's I, I. We're playing to our strength, So I, I long may it continue. I mean, I. I it would drive me potty. I don't know about you, Ryan. I don't know if you're a beautiful football game man, but it would drive me potty to watch that.
2: I think. It's, I think the funny the thing is, is passing, you know, it's going nowhere. I mean, the, exactly. I think the funny thing is, I am quite a beautiful football passing man, unless it's Millwall. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I've always grown up, I, I, you know, with my friends and everything, where they all support whatever team they <laughs> talk about. I talk about, oh, you know, this is how I want to play at midfield, dropping in the back, wing backs pushing on, okay. passing it around, keeping the ball. Millwall? No, two men up top, knock it long. Get in their faces. Because that's how we play. But this season, it's going to be... There's not going to be many teams playing like that. Even like Barnsley have come up, Luton have come up. They don't play that sort of football. We're going to be one of the few teams, and I think Harris has just built to that strength with Smith in, you know, and he's not just he's not just getting, like, you know, cart horses in, as some people have called it, but he's getting intelligent players who can play that system, and people are a bit more flexible. So, our direct and our physicality is not necessarily linked with just knocking it long, but it's more of a style that he's developing. You know, that can be played across a few systems and in a few different ways, but without losing the Millwall style of play. And I think it's really exciting.
1: Your man of the match you went through in your blog was was Marlon, I think. Um, yes. Yesterday, uh, Ryan. Um, I won't disagree with, with that. I, I, I chose Bart in goal just because. <laughs> I wanted to, I quite like the authority it brings, but I wouldn't I wouldn't argue anyone <clears throat> picking out Marlon Romeo for the reasons we've said already. Uh, and you've also name-checked Ben Thompson as well. Yes. So I'd, I'd agree with that. Another player that's adding depth game by game is almost growing in front of our eyes. And it's wonderful to see this development of, of two favourite players Young Mill players. It's just, that's another aspect of the season. I, I, I hope to see others coming into the team as, as things proceed. But it's, it's just a, a, it's the essence of who Mill is to see these players developing into, hopefully, the top draw players they'll become at some stage. So yeah, what,
2: it really is. I always, I always do like a, a Mill team with young players, like academy players coming through. It like that's one of the things that I really do like about Harris is. Like where, especially where we were before he came in he's come in and he's given these players chances and we've got a few players who are from the academy doing well and this season's going to be massive for Ben Thompson he's started so strongly there's a lot of pressure on him but he's taken every game in his stride and he looks excellent he looks Fantastic. really good this year
1: give me a score prediction for Wednesday night at Fulham run
2: oh I would my head would say one all, but I think if we can go there and get an early goal we can nick it 2-0 so I'm, two gonna go, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go 2-0 to Millwall.
1: Giddy, the giddy optimism of Ryan, <laughs> check out his check out his blog, dear listeners. It's a great blog. Ryan uh, Ryan Reviews. Um your Ryan James Loftus at Ryan James Loftus on Twitter. You need more followers, mate. I think it's it's too good a blog to go unread. So if you're listening to this show, tune into Twitter and check out Ryan's blog. Big big thank you for coming on the show, today, Ryan. I hope you enjoyed it, mate. Yeah,
2: very much so. Thanks for having me on the net, and I hope good to speak to you soon.
1: Lovely stuff. All the best, mate. You've been listening to Achtung Millwall, the CBR Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here.
0: Achtung, Millwall.